0: Yes 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 Okay, yes yes Y'all are on. And this is Balls. A sports
1: podcast. Here's Buddha. Yes, welcome to ball Sports Podcast, the podcast with balls about balls. Balls, and- baby. All types of balls, big balls, nice. yeah, come on, come on, come on. little balls, square
0: balls, fuzzy balls, balls dry types balls. Of balls, just balls me, baby. That wasn't got no self-control. De- deflated balls. No, Yo, you know you got to talk about deflate game. <laughs> Overinflated balls, shout out to Aaron
1: Rodgers. And uh, we are your hosts on Buddha. Uh. It's your boy, Dylan.
2: Dylan. Dylan. Silly niggas.
0: What is that for, like, dramatic effect? <laughs> right?
1: It walked off screen just to come back on.
0: Oh, you already know it's now. like A big facts, and full of facts. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, I took a good nap today. <laughs> and uh here we are, episode 183, I believe. Yes, sir. Bet 183. Glad you confirmed. Um, how y'all boys doing? How we living? We good. How you, you living, bro? Holly yeah. favorite. We're gonna kick Nels off the show. <laughs> Why, bro? What'd I do? You keep you keep putting your, your naked, shaved-ass dog in this camera.
0: It's because the show is called Balls.
2: Come on, man. All right, bro. All right. All right. All right. My bad. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Whatever. bro, we wanted to add visuals, so now we got visuals, bro. Balls.
1: What are we talking about?
0: Bro, Um, shit. We got to talk about, shit, wrestling, because we didn't talk about that bit last episode. We got to talk about uh, 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 basketball because we didn't talk about that last episode. But before we do that, I just wanted to give a shout out because I got yelled at by a couple of our of our listeners because of our 28 minute episode. First and foremost, I waited to get on the air to say this. Mind your business. All right. We appreciate your listeners. Mind your business. All right. I had to do a couple of shout outs. So first and foremost, shout out to that boy Sard, a.k.a. Stretch Mark. You know what I'm saying? And then that big boy Chris. Chris News. You know what I'm saying? That's probably our number one listener aka light bright even though he darker than a bit but i'm gonna give them the shout out because they asked for it all right so, so leave me alone stretch, so
1: stretch mark and light bright yes, yes. light
2: bright
0: he calls oh. himself stretch mark because he says the that the stretch this, this marks a, he said the stretch this, marks leads to all the right places this,
2: this, oh my god okay okay all right so <laughs> wrestling <laughs> no, is no, listen bro
0: <laughs> don't do not judge me for that he wanted that to be said that is his nickname. Let him live in his truth.
1: All work. right. Well, You'll live in it. it. Sounds good. All You'll right. What WrestleMania what? weekend. mark. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania weekend is quickly approaching, and yeah, um, really, that means is. there's there's a whole week of events. We have uh, a big Hall of Fame. We have two NXT pay per views, two WWE pay per views. Uh, it's going to be a lot. So it's you know, going to be, as they say, an epic week. I will start. I'll start with NXT. Uh, they are having a two-night uh, NXT Takeover event earlier in the week uh, called NXT Takeover: Stand and Deliver. Um, and we have the confirmed match card. I think it's done because it's four matches on each card. There may be another smaller match that they add to both of these just to make it five matches. But usually the takeovers are never more than uh, four or five. So they log as they On the card. Yeah. Like they give them time to work, which is what you should do. Um, that's what gets people invested. And that's why people from NXT are so over when they get to the main rosters because people get more than a two second match to actually Paraloids. see what this person's character is. Big facts. Um,
2: but I digress. Uh,
1: so on night one, there is going to be a triple threat. Uh, tag team match for the vacant tag titles triple uh, threat every time the, I hear
0: triple threat I always think of like some explosion in the background of fire
1: everywhere right so the um the team of Danny Birch and Oni Lurkin had to relinquish their titles because I Danny Birch got hurt yeah he oh, fucked okay. up his shoulder and okay. it's gonna be like a six-month injury so six months yeah okay.
0: that's a long time that's career changing Bit a lot happier yeah. in six months
1: for sure. So they had to relinquish
0: fine and come back, trash it in a bit
1: easily. So they had to relinquish those titles. Um, So this is for the vacated title spot. Uh, You have the team of MSK, which is this new team that came in and right off the bat, won the dusty roads, classic uh, tag tournament that they do every year. So they've shown a lot of promise Um, them versus the grizzled young veterans, which have been on NXT for a while. Versus Legato Del Fantasma, which is the tag team um, underneath Santos Escobar, their little, like, Scarface kind of squad that they got going. Yeah,
0: especially when you have a last name like Escobar. Escobar. Yeah.
1: So um, typical. So we got that match. Obviously, all these cards are subject to change a little bit. That includes the WrestleMania cards, which is why we're not going to do the picks right now until week of. Um, but for the NXT UK title, we got Walter making his return to NXT after this whole year that he's been gone because of COVID, uh, defending his title against Tommaso Ciampa, that's probably going to be, like, that. that's going to be the match of the night. Um, it won't main event, but it definitely will for sure be the match of the night. Um, you know, I got to be honest with you
0: while you're honest that, on that point. I got to be honest, and I like, I prefer the pay-per-views where the match of the night isn't the main event.
1: Yeah. Just that I, random I, I, match I, yeah. in the middle of the car yeah. that
0: just Yeah, like some of the like my murdered. favorite my favorite WrestleManias are the ones where shit, this could open.
1: The opening like, match just, yeah, could bro. be the one that sets yeah. the tone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I just I just like it, bro. It's just better that way. Cause it's like if you make the best match, sometimes the main event match, you know what I'm saying? It's like the hype is already there. Then you kinda of take away from the other ones. And if the other matches is just trash, by the time you get to the main event, you tired, you wanna go to sleep. You understand? Like having like a good sprinkling in the middle is
1: nice. Yeah. Um, There's also going to be before I say what this match is, next week there's on NXT there's going to be a 12-man battle royal uh, between I'm just going to say the names that are in it. Jake Atlas, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Leon Ruff, Austin Theory, Dexter Loomis, Tyler Rust, Kushida, Cameron Grimes, Pete Dunn, Roderick Strong, Bronson Reed, and L.A. Knight, who is Eli Drake from TNA, big signing from NXT. Um, so it's the 12 of them in this battle royal, in one of those over-the-top battle royals. The last six remaining during that match are going to be entered into this gauntlet eliminator for the... Uh, For a shot at the NXT North American title on night one. So basically, if you're in the final six of this battle royal, you've made it to the the next match. And then as you get eliminated in that match, it's going to determine what order you come out in this match at the pay-per-view. I know that sounds confusing. I don't know if I... Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah, the
0: order that you get eliminated is the order in which you're going to fight your match. In the, right. So if Germans, you, so you're gonna so if it you
1: win that battle royal, you're going to be the last to enter this eliminator match. Whereas if you're Just in the final late. six, if you're the first of the final six to get thrown over during like that battle royal, you'll be the first one out. Yes, and that's what it's going to be. So in this uh, a gauntlet eliminator match, two people are going to start, and then every three minutes, another person is going to join the match. Until there's six, all six have joined. <laughs> but in that time, Yo. people can get people can get pinned because it's elimination in that match as well, bro.
0: It would be so cool if they right away for like somebody to get pinned by like four people.
1: Yeah, so I'm imagining it'll be uh, like Austin Theory, um, Dexter Loomis, Isaiah Sore Scott, Pete Dunn and like Roderick Strong, I can see those being those final six and then just going to war at night one of the NXT takeover. That's going to be crazy too.
0: All the names you just said sounded like names for a reboot for jackass. <laughs> All right. But,
1: um, and then so the, ma- and then the main event, the main event of uh, night one, most likely um, it's going to be the NXT women's championship, Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai. So we'll see. Um, how that goes night two of the NXT takeover. We have a ladder match for the cruiserweight championship. It's a title unification because they've had this storyline where there was a fluky finish to their championship match. So they've both been walking around with cruiserweight champions. They love they're the real running
0: that storyline. Yeah. They love running that. Line, yeah. So, so this will be a
1: ladder match unification of the titles. Uh, Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar. These guys are going to kill it. You know the cruiserweights go hard in, in uh, WWE.
0: It's going to be a whole bunch so, of flying and stuff. It's going to look a like a Dragon hundred, Ball Z match. A
1: hundred percent. It's going to be a spot fast Dragon Ball Z match.
0: It is. It's going to be a whole bunch of movement and stuff like that. And if your eyes can't keep up, it's just going to look like a bunch of choo, pew pew
1: pew 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 pew. So,
2: <laughs> so remember that People will be in the crowd talking about some. Ah, ah, ah. Jesus. Ah, ah, I was not
0: ready for such immense power. And he's like, it's
1: not even my final form. (laughs) So, y'all remember how I mentioned the the Gauntlet Eliminator match the night uh, before? No, we don't remember that. You just said it five minutes ago. I know. Um, So the winner of that gets a shot at the NXT North American title the very next night at night two. Uh, So for the North American title, Johnny Gargano defending his title against the winner of that Gauntlet match. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then the last two matches um, on this card, either one could steal the show. You got Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match. So basically oh, a street oh, fight.
0: Oh, O'Reilly.
1: Yeah. So is those in a two match. Those two in a street fight is nuts. Um, and then for the NXT championship, Finn Balor defending his title against Karrion Cross, who had to relinquish his title. Because of injury. So he never lost his title. So that's. Is the demon coming out the demon? I don't think so. Not yet. Like, that rivalry is not there. Like, they have respect for each other. Like, it hasn't gotten to that point. Unless he just shocks us and brings out the demon, which would be nuts. That would be nuts. When's the last time we seen a demon head ass? I haven't seen the demon since, like, it's been like four years. What? Yeah. Because I think he was only the demon. Twice on the main roster, and that was early on, like in his first run. I think the last time he was when he beat Seth Rollins for that uh WWE championship, yeah,
0: he got his shoulder for the universal his, title. His shoulder and he got got hurt got that night, yeah, exploded.
1: and he had to relinquish it the next night. I it really exploded. think that was the last time we saw the demon,
0: yeah. Seth Rollins did all that on purpose, it was a part of his yeah, master plan.
1: He fucking they runs up. What yeah.
0: Seth Rollins did that shit on purpose, bro. Chill out said <laughs> brothers, out here hurt people when he know they're gonna get in the way of him getting his title, But I right. Bro, you got a history uh, of it, man. Do we need to go down the list?
1: No. Nah. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> it starts right. with my father. So going to the uh, the main <laughs> roster. um This past weekend was fast lane. It was kind of a waste of a pay per view, and on the wise, a pay per view. <laughs> this goes to WrestleMania, anyways, because WrestleMania yeah, is in, like, in like two weeks, uh, three weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so like what's the point but uh there was a like two significant things that I did want to mention that happened uh we got the return of the fiend
2: and came back looking crispity crockily
1: cool yes I'm glad they did that because if he was set on fire he should come back looking melted and burned alive and that kind of shit so he made his return hit Randy went with his sister Abigail they now have a match confirmed for WrestleMania. They haven't confirmed what kind of match it's going to be. I'm imagining though Firefly Funhouse match. So because Bray's been tweeting like old photos of Randy Orton punting Husky Harris back in the day when uh, the Nexus was a thing. Oh shit. my gosh! So like I, I think we're going to see a lot of of callbacks in this match, which oh I'm excited God. for. Um, and then the other thing was. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, that 30 minute masterpiece that they put together of storytelling was excellent. Um, Roman Reigns got the win, but it was definitely a fluky finish and Edge got involved. So I'm thinking, I'm definitely thinking they're adding Daniel Bryan to this match. Um, And that could happen as early as this Friday on SmackDown. Um, So as of now, this is the the current confirmed card for WrestleMania subject to change on night one. You got bad bunny. Yes. The artist mm-hmm. bad bunny versus yeah, sure. the Miz. Um, hopefully they change that to a tag match though. Cause I don't want to see that Ooh. at all. Like make him tag with Damian priest or something like that. Um, the WWE championship will be defended on night one. Bobby Lashley defending his title against Drew McIntyre. Um, And then the most likely main event for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks defending her title against Bianca Belair. Um, That's how it was going to be on stupid. You know what's crazy? And I didn't know this. I didn't know this until this week. This is going to be um, the first time ever that two black people, man or woman, are fighting each other for a world title at WrestleMania.
2: Any main event?
1: Yeah, and if they main event, that'll just be another thing on top of that. Like, that's nuts. Like, this is, is history. So there's no way this doesn't go on last on night one. There's no a, lot, a
0: there. lot going on it's in black.
1: that one uh, at yeah. all. Yeah, especially your PR team. If you're the PR team for WWE, uh, you're telling them this match needs to go on last. This is And it mean. should, though. Like, it's that they this deserve team. that. Those two women are going to tear the house down. On top of that. Yeah, them, both those girls can go ham. Match. Yeah. I agree. Um, and then night two, we got... Uh, that'll be when we get our Fiend versus Randy Orton match. Um, you'll have the Raw women's title, Asuka defending against Rhea Ripley, which was confirmed uh, this past Monday on Raw. And then definitely going to be the main event the universal championship roman reigns defending his title against edge and possibly daniel Bryan. um there are two matches that are confirmed but haven't been placed on a night yet for the raw tag titles the new day defending their titles against aj styles and almost which i'm actually very intrigued to see how that goes you know how that's almost
2: the big big black buddy he'd be having
1: with? yeah oh, yeah it? And then uh, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman, which I'm sure will have some kind of uh, stipulation behind it, so that Shane can jump off of something. Right. Hmm. Like I don't know why they're doing this match. No one. Uh, Shane probably asked for that shit. I mean, probably.
0: Want to... It's
2: probably
0: a deal. It's probably the deal Shane made be before he sold. Before he sold Shane's like rights and shit. Like, yeah.
1: was probably
0: like it, all right, right, right. Like, You could take my, you could take my stocks or whatever, but I want a WrestleMania match every year, and I got to jump from like
1: twenty to hit a trash trash can, be throwing (laughs) on and whatever. So, and I, I imagine there's going to be quite a few more matches added to both of these cards because these pay per views tend to run longer and you know be stacked to the gills with matches. Um, You know, because there's a lot of people that still haven't shown it. There's still three other titles that don't have matches, and I'm sure they're going to have matches. like the the SmackDown tag titles need to be defended, the Intercontinental title and the United States title both need to be defended. Um, and then you got people like Charlotte Flair, who you know is going to get a WrestleMania match. She's not currently part of anybody's program. And then you got potential, you know, your Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and your Women's Battle Royal. So. They, need, they need two nights. Yeah. So I, I imagine those cards are going to get beefed up quite a bit. Um, but speaking of beefed up, The Hall of Fame class this year is going to be pretty beefed up uh, because there are two classes going in and one last year's Hall of Fame did not happen. So they will be getting inducted this year. Um, So there's two classes uh, for the 2020 Hall of Fame class uh, was supposed to be headlined by Batista. However, he's been removed from that Hall of Fame class um, because they would like to put him as part of a different class so that he can, thank everybody in person with a full capacity of fans and that kind of stuff. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. So they've removed him from this class. So this class will now be headlined by the NWO, uh, Hogan Nash Hall and, uh, six, AKA X-Pac. Uh, they will be inducted in the Bella twins will be inducted. What? I mean, yeah. Uh, (laughs) JBL. Well-deserved.
2: They said the Bella Twins.
1: JBL is fire, boy. Uh, long long overdue, the British Bulldog, Baby Boy Smith. Yeah, I thought he'd been in.
0: So wait, right. hold on, time out. I do gotta ask a serious question. Bella Twins, what is their accomplishments?
1: Apparently, they started the women's revolution. They need to stop with that.
0: Yeah. Oh, did they?
1: No. That's what they get credited for, but no, they did not. They didn't. They didn't at all.
0: So, who, in your opinion, started the women's
1: revolution? My opinion, that shit really didn't get started until people saw what the women in NXT were doing.
2: Yeah, like when the Baileys and the Sasha. When were, when they started, when
1: those four horsewomen started, bro, like and sh- that shit. That shit was different. Yeah, I don't know. And then, and different. then Ronda Rousey came. Shit started getting different.
0: Yeah, it's true. That's crazy. What so, they
1: about with the Bella twins? Like stop. Yeah. It. So uh, and then finally, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, who was probably the most notorious uh, Japanese wrestler over there in Japan, like one of the biggest of all time. He may have done a brief stint like over here in America with like WCW or NWA back in the day. But, um, you know, he passed away in 2019, I believe. So like they they wanted to kind of pay their respects to him in that regard.
0: Makes sense. <clears throat> Make sense, and, my
1: boy. And then for the twenty twenty one class, uh so far there's been four people announced. Could be a couple more added. Uh we have Kane is getting inducted this year. Yes, sir. Uh Eric Bischoff is going in this year. Yes, sir. Um uh, Molly Holly.
2: And <laughs> then <laughs>
1: um and the great Kali. Boy. I know them niggas yeah. legends was tight about that one there's speculation that uh, this class may also include RVD but that's kind of been speculation the past few years and it hasn't happened so who knows
2: I feel like they literally put Khali in there cause cause he cause they made him be the person to to to, to manhandle the Undertaker right and boy had people questioning whether the Undertaker's reign was over with for real <laughs> <laughs> I was shaking my boots. Yeah,
1: because then he just come in do that little head slap and knock down oh, he to take her out, and head. I was like, "Wait, what?" No, <laughs> oh.
2: he came in there looking like, "Oh shit, can't nobody beat this. He can't even go down." All right, All right. that's it.
1: But I heard yeah. they got him in
2: because he he had a good pull for like the Indian market.
1: Yeah, most like yeah. I think he definitely kind of spread there. Their like I didn't realize he had a
2: stint at, at, um, at when WWE took over ECW. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he
1: was uh, ECW champion for a minute. Mm-hmm. So. He
0: was. He was.
2: He made a he made a big difference. I'll give him that. He like that's a third ballot. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've always wondered what it, like. There really is no set thing for WWE, like at all. Like we saw, I think uh, Ric Flair retire, and then go in the next year. Right. Where you got like some people who like Undertaker hasn't gone in because he still kind of pops up. Rock hasn't gone in, and Rock's been out of WWE for how long? Right. But I think I think Rock was in in two years. Because that's when they're going to do WrestleMania Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And in that new Ram Stadium, I think that's, yeah.
2: You got to do it like that.
1: Yeah. So his ass can pull up and do this long-ass walk to the goddamn... So he can add uh, WWE Hall of Famer to his resume uh, when he runs for president. Right. In, 20, in 2032. As he should.
0: Like that. I like all of that B I like all of that. All right. So, you know, if you are completed with a wrestling roundup, we can transition to basketball. Good
2: sir.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, I don't know if you guys or the listeners have been attentive, but Shaq, uh, released, uh, his quote unquote dream team that he thinks is unbeatable. Um, and he had um, essentially, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that team was him, Steph, LeBron, KD, and Kobe. Yeah. And he yeah. said, nobody's beating that team ever. So it inspired me. That's tough to debate. So what I'm, I'm going to do,
2: to be honest.
0: So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start compiling a list of five random players considered in like the top 50 to top 100 players of all time and create, you know, random teams. And I will explain the reason and the purpose for building these teams. And I want you guys to, you know, weigh in on do you see them possibly being maybe top five, top three, maybe even the best team of all time? Do you think the team is weak? What is your reasons? Whatever. But we're going to make it quick, not anything too long for uh, more or less like quick takes type thing. Right. And we're going to keep track. And by the time- Are week- you,
1: sorry, are you only going to use players once?
0: No, no. I, I will use okay. I will use players a, a majority of times. However, um, one of the goals that I want to do is I don't want to use LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. Who was on my list? LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, for sure. I'm still thinking about Magic and Bird no more than like five times.
2: Right.
0: Okay. So this is so that this time will be one of them times, but I'm doing it to more or less set a tempo on the types of teams that I'm gonna create. So one of the parameters is is that I will also use players in positions that they have played. So even though you might know them for playing shooting guard, if they play point guard at any point in time, then I'll line them up at point guard.
1: So okay.
0: Not just their not just their position so- that
1: they're known for. So somebody like Magic Johnson.
0: Yes. He, who's known for playing point guard. He's played center. He's played power forward. He's played small forward in so game saying, before.
1: So you're saying you'd have to put him at point guard?
0: No, I'm saying that. Oh, i no, would you'd play, put him at
1: whatever he's played at.
0: Correct. On this gotcha. team. Okay. For whatever purpose he would fulfill in this team.
1: Understood. 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 All right. Sorry.
0: So now, um, I guess if if you guys want me to be specific about which player, because a lot of players are from different eras. So if you want me, if you want me to talk about specifically which player or which era player, I would always say think of them at their peak, even though some players during their peak play for a couple of teams, especially nowadays in today's NBA. So if you want clarification, just let me know. So this first team, at point guard, I have LeBron. At shooting guard, I have Michael Jordan. At small forward, I have Kobe Bryant because he was taller and weighed a little bit more than Jordan. And at power forward, I have Magic Johnson. And at center, I have Shaq. Now, here is where I get a little different. LeBron, this is this is um, LeBron beating, this is when the Heat beat the Thunder LeBron. I think that's one of his higher assist totals, too, up until he went to the Lakers. But there's a reason why I say this, LeBron, because even though I think LeBron now is a way better point guard, there's a reason why I say that particular LeBron. Jordan, this would have to be the. What um,
2: is he going against then? Because what LeBron did Shaq pick?
0: Shaq has LeBron in the Lakers jersey. But I, I don't. He's probably talking about LeBron in this peak. I don't know. I, I'm just putting. I'm just doing specifics for the sole
1: purpose. You know it's extra?
2: Yeah, cheating. cheating. No, it's not cheating. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Michael Jordan, because everybody will argue prime. So I'm talking about what I think is their prime. I think All LeBron in right. his prime. I think like LeBron at his absolute best was his second year in Miami. I think like that. That is the best LeBron ever. Period. Um, this Jordan is going to be Jordan. The Jordan in '92, the Jordan that wins the gold medal. The Finals MVP and the MVP that season, all in that same season, right? So that's that's that MJ Kobe. This one was tough for me. This one was tough for me, but I was gonna. This one is gonna be Kobe when they lost to the Celtics. I think that was him at his best. I think he was the best player in the world at that time. Um, Magic is more or less towards the end of his career like when they won like the 4th or 5th championship and this Shaq this is not Lakers Shaq this is this is Orlando Shaq this is Shaq when they made it to the NBA finals Shaq before he gained all the weight and all that muscle here's the reason why I say that Shaq because with that team in particular you have you have strong guys who are long defensively they can play a variety of different positions so they're interchangeable and because this is young Shaq before he got a little too big to be able to do this, all five players can start the fast break off of
1: a rebound. So it's all tempo, all day. That would be annoying to play against.
0: Yes, yes it would. I agree. What you thinking, Dylan? I
2: don't know, but that was a lot. It's a lot to process. Oh,
0: I man. mean, I mean, honestly, what do you? What I mean, from what you know of these players, what do you think of that team as a whole? Do you think they have a chance against Shaq's team?
2: Who is Shaq's team again? Because I got to think. Shaq's you, team was
0: you'd Shaq's team was. have to swap was,
1: out uh, Jordan and. I'm sorry Jordan and Shaq. Steph? What you mean? He said for Shaq's team, who you would have to like? What was what was Shaq's oh, team? Like? Oh,
0: no, because it, it's not the same. Well, they this is LeBron. LeBron and Kobe are the, are the same ones, and Shaq. So you're you're swapping out. Um, isn't it MJ and Magic? Because it's Steph, it's Kobe, it's Durant, it's him. And who's the other person? Who did I say? Steph, Kobe, LeBron, Durant, and him. All right. So pretty much it'd be Steph being guarded by LeBron, Kobe being guarded by MJ, um, Durant being guarded by Kobe, I believe, Shaq being guarded by Shaq, Who am I missing in this one? <laughs> I keep <can laughs> missing somebody, ain't it? So I tell you, oh, you things down,
1: sir. No, it's not. <laughs> write it
0: down. I can't find a damn picture. That's all. But I mean, what do you think? What do you think of that team in particular? I can find a picture, but just.
2: Yeah, it's a fast-paced team, you know. I don't I do know. I feel like it's tough for me to figure out how the matchups would work based on there being the same players playing against each other, I guess. I think that's what's
1: well it's their offense against their defense.
2: I uh, yeah, I guess so, but it's on both sides.
0: <laughs> that's that's a good point. That's I mean, I feel like I feel like the difference makers in this one to me is the positioning. I feel like having Magic at the 4 makes makes for a tough matchup. Because Magic everybody loves talking about Magic as a point guard, but we tend to forget that Magic initially was was a forward. It's what he played. Mm-hmm. They just moved in point guard because
1: nobody could handle The Rock better than him. Oh, and you said um and you said the four for the four was uh LeBron for Shaq? Yeah, yes. I think he, oh, had, okay. he had no the so, four was KD for Shaq. KD? Well he said KD was guarding Kobe. Or Kobe was
2: guarding KD. From what I see on Shaq, he has Steph at the one, Kobe at the two, LeBron at the three, KD at the four, and himself at the five. I don't know if he has it in any particular order. But, but that know. makes sense, though. So
0: Steph will go up against LeBron. Kobe will, go, Kobe will go up against MJ. Who's the three? LeBron. LeBron will go up against Kobe on this. And then Magic against LeBron. And Shaq against Shaq. And no, this would be
2: magic fat this magic against KD.
0: Oh my bad, Magic against KD. Which that's a that's a decent little matchup, honestly. That's decent. And we're talking about Magic's Shaq against Lakers Shaq. Which even though Shaq is the most dominant player probably ever to play in the NBA, outside of Wilt, but that's a generational thing. Young Shaq could run like a freaking deer. Like, Why a
1: deer? Why running. was that an animal? He
0: was? Because, bro, just the way he would run, bro. Like when he was listen, Shaq got up to three thirty-five. He was seven foot, like three thirty-five when he was like Shaq, like Shaq, Shaq. But Young Shaq, at set when he was like 7'1", 285, eighty-five, two ninety. That boy was moving, dog. That matters, bro. Like if that team is running fast breaks all game, or has the energy to be able to just run, I think that's a problem. Because KD's not really a runner like that. Shaq in his prime wasn't really a runner like that. And this is just pure fives. We ain't bringing in no bench, no nothing. I think that that matters. And I think defensively, you know, I think the biggest issue would probably be LeBron on Steph. But, you know, shit, Steph got to guard LeBron too. (laughs) True. So, I don't know. Shaq's team is definitely dominant for sure. Like, the things that they're good at, they're really good at. That's your problem. But, you know, we needed to find something to compare this team to. Next week, I have a completely different team. I want to go with randos, like complete randos with this next team. So yeah. we'll go with that. But, um, yeah, so as you guys know, NBA free agency is is when our free agency. The trade deadline has come and gone. And, boy,
1: were there some moves. Bitch. Why worth, everybody? Um, why everybody waited till like the last twelve hours to do anything?
0: Um. So if 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 uh, memory serves me correctly, a lot of times it is a lot of teams hold on to see just how much trade value those players have, and waiting until the last day and sometimes even the last hour, you'll be shocked the teams that call because you know somebody's still available. So you just want to feel the best talent. And I think this year, the reason why it took so long is because you got to realize when we go through these trades, you're going to see some teams, even though they weren't all that good, most of the teams that we're going to talk about, they lost a lot of pieces. Like Orlando, just they lost all their guys.
2: Oh, they All really their good.
0: guys. They, they went yeah. to full rebuild. You know what I mean? So they, they got to get they, the best assets know. back they because you don't, you don't want to lose like the Rockets. You don't want to lose like the Rockets. Let me tell you what the Rockets got for, for Harden. Duh. They got four first-round picks, five first-round pick swaps, 20 games of Victor Oladipo, Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, Dante Exum, and Rodians Kurucs.
2: Bottom them draft picks better pan out, boy. Mm. You I'm see back. what I mean? Like yeah, you gotta
0: yeah. hold on, you gotta hold on and, and try to get as much value as you can out of it. I mean, I felt like the Rockets could have held on just a little longer, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. So let's talk about these moves real quick. Um, if you guys have anything to say in between those moves, please feel free to interject at any time. Um, I think we're gonna start from the latest trade to the earliest trade. All right. Um even though I probably should just go backwards. Let's go from the earliest trade to the latest trade. That's better. All right, so the Clippers traded a player by the name of Mfiondu Kabengele for cash, pretty much, is for cash, um, and a heavily protected second-round pick. Um, he's a young player that has a lot of potential, um and it appears that you know the kings probably don't got much of a chance to get in the playoffs anyway so you get a young player for cheap and see how it, how it pans out the pistons traded um delon wright to the kings for Corey joseph um this is a decent trade but the pistons now they got rid of derrick rose and blake griffin so you know they're going to pick up a bunch of young players and see how they pan out because they're in that position to do so um the cavaliers traded JaVale mcgee to the nuggets Um, The Nuggets are building a contending team. And the one thing about JaVale McGee that people can make fun of JaVale McGee as much as you want, but in the last five or six years, JaVale McGee has somehow, someway found himself in the NBA finals. I don't think that's going to we got more rings than a lot of niggas out here. Yeah, I I don't think that's on accident. I think JaVale McGee is not only beloved in the locker room, I think he has a lot of respect to the players in the NBA. And he's a great, he's a glue guy. He's a glue guy. He's guys that you he's one of those guys that you need that's just going to do his job 100% and make sure that you know everybody does what he's they like need the to
2: man. do. Huh? He's like a bird man.
0: He's a yeah, essentially he is a bird man. He's a three-time NBA champion. So, you know, you got to respect that. You got to respect that. All right? Um we got the magic Trading Vukovic and Aminu to the Bulls for Wendell Carter Jr. All right, for Wendell Carter Jr. I mean, I think Vukovic moves again, but we're gonna talk about that a little later. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. is a decent pickup for the Magic's. Um, they pretty much they pretty much uh, got a young big, um, and they also got two future first round picks, which helps them out also. So for a rebuilding team, Wanoe Carter's not a bad look. He's learning. He's developing. And, you know, the Magic, for some awkward reason, have had a history of doing really well with big men. So I don't see why it would stop now. Um, The Magic, again, they traded Evan Fournier to the Celtics for Jeff Teague. I'm not going to lie to you. I like this pick. Um, Teague is not even going to report to Orlando, by the way. He's going to get waived so that he can get put (laughs) on a team that he wants to be put on. Um, but I
2: like Fournier. Fournier is
0: another shooter that we're going to need.
2: Um, well, I'm just and, glad the Magics got rid of this damn lineup they didn't have for the last 18,000 years. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, they, it wasn't a terrible lineup. It's just not a lineup that's going to get you outside of the first round. Um, it, it, it'll get you into the playoffs, but you know, it's not dynamic enough to get you out of that first round. Um, Evan Fournier is, is, a is kind of like a three and D guy. We need more three-point shooters because we have way too much one-on-one play. That's why we're trash. Honestly, Kemba Walker's a one-on-one player. Jason Tatum's a one-on-one player. Jalen Brown's a one-on-one player. There's a bunch of mother one-on-one players and no shooters. No goddamn shooters, bro. I'm not trying to be biased here, but come on, Celtics. What the fuck? Anyway,
1: especially with what the Heat are here doing. They dropped the
0: a big f bomb. <laughs> yeah, bro, this is ridiculous. You don't really cuss like that, but I'm a cuss like that right now. especially yeah, so with, especially, with,
2: especially with Miami out here doing
0: facts. The Wizards they trade um, Brown and Wagner to the Bulls for Gafford and Hutchinson. Um, they didn't even put their first name on here. Um. Honestly, it just seems like role players for role players. But I will say this. The Bulls got younger with the guys that they picked up. Well, I'm sorry. No, the other way around. The Wizards got younger with the guys that they picked up. And, you know, both teams right now, they're trying to figure it out. They're not really successful teams. So they're moving pieces around so they can see if they can find something that makes them successful. Okay? The Magic, again, send Aaron Gordon to Denver. Now, this is a good pickup for Denver, but... Denver loses a little bit of depth because they lose Gary Harris and RJ Hampton and a 2025 first round draft pick. That's now, right what here. I will what I will say is Aaron Gordon is an awesome pickup because it bolsters their front court, right? I think him and Jokic are going to have a nice little combination, but I'm not really a fan of the loss of depth here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like Gary Harris. I like RJ Hampton. Those are guys that came off the bench and had the potential to give you 20 points any night if you really needed it. So losing that for one player in a pick, eh, we'll see how it pans
2: like, out. I feel like we had too much depth. We had, I, I, feel I, like we had I, guys, I feel like we've had guys on our bench that that needed to play anyways that we can start focusing on. So where it's like I like Gary too, but Gary ain't been Gary in a while. Ever since he came back from that injury. So that's somebody wow. that all the talent they have, we still got bull bull sitting there. Like I feel like that's going to open up chances for him to play a little more. So, and I like to I like to start in five now. With with I'm glad they didn't get rid of Will Barton. To be honest,
0: yeah, you can't get rid of Will. It's a dog. Yeah, can't get rid of Will at all. Um, so you got um the Kings trading Nemanja Begelica to the Heat for Mo heartless and Chris Silva. Um, it's not bad. I like it. Um. Bajelica, he is a big that can shoot. If I'm not mistaken, um, he moves around like he's a big. Uh, I believe he's a power forward. Um, and you know, like I said, he's he's a decent shooter. He's the kind of guy that can give you 50 percent field goal percentage, 40 percent from three. Um, which is which is quality, which is what the Heat kind of need. The Heat kind of do need that that three point threat back coming off of the bench. I don't see him being a starter, but you never really know. Um, the Raptors traded Norman Powell to the Blazers for uh, Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Well, for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Um, this is a good pickup for the Blazers. Norman Powell is very definitely... Good. Very good. He's a he's an athletic, smaller guy who can shoot. He's a do-it-all guard that's very under the radar, doesn't bring a lot of attention to himself. So him coming off the bench... Is really what they need because you know what happens usually is Lillard and McCullum carry the scoring punch and they don't ever really have the time for the both of them to be able to take a break at the same time. So, Norman Powell being able to come on is a big deal. Um, the 76ers this is a big deal. 76ers get George Hill in a three team deal with the Knicks. Um, the Knicks will get Iggy Bradsadil And Austin Rivers is going from the Knicks to the Thunder, okay? Um, The Sixers traded away Tony Bradley and Terrence Ferguson, as well as two future second-round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder for George Hill. George Hill is is a big deal because he provides that veteran leadership, and he's going to be a good look off the bench. And Ben Simmons can learn a lot from his game. So it's a good pickup for the 76ers as they're trying to acquire more pieces to eventually get to the promised land at the NBA Finals. The Jazz acquired Matt Thomas from the Raptors for a second-round pick. Um, You know, Thomas is a bench guy. Um, And the thing about it is is that this is strictly analytics because Matt Thomas is a shooter. And if you remember correctly, Utah leads the league in three-point makes per game. Mm -hmm. So he's a really good pickup in the sense it's just a three-point team adding another three-point shooter. So he's going to see more minutes. He's going to see more times and definitely more shots. The Raptors trade Terrence Davis to the Kings for a second-round pick. Um, That's another guard. Um, Awkwardly enough, that's not the guard everybody thought was going to get traded, but shit, fuck it. It is what it is. Um, The Clippers trade – well, the Clippers are going to get Rondo from the Hawks. They're trading Mm -hmm. Sweet Lou Williams for two second-round picks and some cash. I think this is a very interesting pickup. Because the Clippers are finally figuring out that Lou Williams is not the move. He's points, but he's absolutely no defense. With Rondo, you get somebody who here's where the it's a triple threat. Number one, he's a true point guard. Number two, he's a great defender and he's gonna provide bench presence. And number three, he played on the championship team last year. So if anybody knows enough about the team, it's Rondo. Um, the Hornets. They acquire Brad Wanamaker from the Warriors for cash. I do know about Brad Wanamaker. He used to be a Celtic. He's a, he's an energy guy that provides the occasional three ball. He's decent. Um, him going to the Hornets is a good pickup for a team that's building. Um, I didn't think the Warriors were going to make much of him, and they didn't. So they made a trade for him, and they got some cash out of it. Not bad. The Bulls acquired Daniel Thice from the Celtics for Mo Wagner. Um... I like it. I like it. Um, Wagner is coming from Washington, who the Bulls just picked up. So as soon as they picked him up, they sent him to the Celtics for Daniel Theis. Theis is nice. I'm not going to lie, but I think Wagner can do the same things Theis can do. Bars. You see what I did there? I think he can do the same things that Theis can do, but at a higher level because he's younger. Um, I can't tell you who's the better shooter yet, but we'll find out. Um, the Warriors send Marquise Chris to the Spurs for Cody Lillane. This is actually a very fair trade. Um, they could not get rid of Lamarcus Aldridge, which is unfortunate, but they got somebody else for their front court just in case Lamarcus Aldridge gets to flag it. They All buy, right.
2: They're buying him out. He's buying out his contract, though, or someone.
0: Mm-hmm. Lamarcus? Yeah. yeah. They're Ooh. buying him out. Yeah, when was that made official? Today. Really? Yeah. I completely missed that. That is a uh, big deal. Yeah, he's gonna. The,
1: he said to hit free agency.
0: He's going to the heat. Miami about to go crazy. He's going to the mm-hmm. heat. He's going to the heat, for sure. Um, Mavericks acquired J.J. Redick <clears throat> and Nicolo Melli, all right, to the Pelicans. Um, and they're trading him for James Johnson, Wesley Awudu, Awundu, and cash considerations, as well as a second-round pick. Um,
2: I like that for the Mavs.
0: The Mavericks just picked up some more shooting, which is what they're struggling at. J.J. Redick is a veteran who's been there before, and he's a shooter. So I like to pick up for the Mavericks as well. I agree. And arguably the last and most important trade of the day so far, the Heat get Oladipo from yes, the Rockets for Kelly Olenek, yes. um, Avery Bradley, and a pick swap in the first round.
2: Boy, Pat Riley alert. Yes, sir. Pat Riley with the bandit, with the steel. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It's good pickups, man. And Victor Oladipo surprisingly became uh, uh, available because Christian Wood is going to be out with an ankle injury. And what he did that was smart was when they asked him if he was going to come back next year, he flat out said no. And then when they asked him, where would he like to go? He said the heat. So the Rockets already knew what time it was. Let's get something out of it. All right. So that is your trades. That's the trades, bro.
2: That's the trades. Ah. That was a frenzy. It went crazy. That's
0: why. That's why I didn't know. This happened at 340. I stopped at 330. Nice. I did not know. It. Lamarcus Aldridge joins Andre Drummond as a top buyout candidate. At 340 PM. Drummond might go to you think Drummond go to LA? I think Drummond might go to the Celtics.
2: Oh, that would be good over there.
0: You think Drummond might go to the Celtics or the Lakers to make up for that A D. Yeah. For sure. Um What's interesting is Kyle Lowry is being kept.
2: I mean to be bullshit for the Miami try to offer them Duncan Robinson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Kyle- yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. They wanted, the Raptors wanted uh, Tyler Hero instead.
2: No, nah, they're not letting go of that boy.
0: So here's what I'll say about Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's got to understand that uh, <clears throat> he is...
2: Uh, not about to win a ring over there. Right now.
0: <laughs> it's not about, I mean, he's already got a ring when he didn't think he was going to get a ring, so he really can't complain. Um, <laughs> you know, which is crazy because in a in a franchise that has had a young Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, and even though they had Kawhi for a year, Kyle Lowry is the greatest Raptor of all time. That's what he is. He's played there for years. He's got records. Um, he's won all-star games. He's won a finals. Um, it could have been DeMar DeRozan, but DeMar DeRozan got raised the hell up out of there, which wasn't a bad move. I mean, they got a ring out of it. Um so I think, for all intents and purposes, I see the Raptors trying to keep Lowry for as long as he
2: plays.
1: I can see
0: it if he's your first real franchise cornerstone. If he's going to be the probably the first or second player whose number that you retire, because I do see them retiring Vince Carter's number. But you know, you want to keep him for the rest of his career because most of these franchises, their first retired number. Is usually a guy who is there for a long time. Who they who you'd love to be able to say played for that team that will retire.
2: Before they retired Kyle Lowry. <clears throat> like, say again. Because, like in my opinion, it's probably biased, and just because you know, just a biased opinion, I feel like Vince is their best rapper of all time. So, like,
0: no, I I can agree as far as so. Here's the reason why I put Kyle, and and I I respect your opinion one hundred and fifty-five percent. The reason why I put Kyle Lowry ahead of Vince Carter is because Vince's split up with the Raptors is ugly. Um, that's number one. Um, number two, to be fair, the second part of his career with the New Jersey Nets is just as efficient and is just as prolific as his time with the Raptors. Now, like you said, I I wouldn't necessarily call it a bias. Vince Carter is better than Kyle Lowry, without a shadow of a doubt. But what Kyle Lowry has meant to the Raptors as of late, I think Vince means more to the city of Toronto than the Toronto Raptors franchise. Kyle Lowry literally was the main person who got Kawhi to come over there And not only that, he found a way to make it not messy with DeMar DeRozan and played a critical role in that team the year that they won a ring. And at the end of the day, like winning does play a part as far as measuring who your greats are. And Vince Carter couldn't even get them past a conference semifinal. Whereas Kyle Lowry has been to two or three conference finals only reason why they didn't make it to the finals was because they kept running into LeBron James. And the first year that LeBron is gone, they make it to the finals. I don't think they win with a fully healthy Warriors team, but that's neither here nor there because the bottom line is, is he got his ring.
1: Uh, I always think, imagine being one of these teams, bro, that, that can consistently get to the playoffs but then they always got to run into like a goat as a as a buzz saw like the patriots when y'all when y'all run either one of y'all dynasty runs like an afc team hoping hoping and but then they know they eventually got to see y'all and it's just Oh yeah like
0: run. the ra- like the ravens like, in the field how
1: how frustrating okay. must that shit be bro like so- to always just Get cut off by this one fucking person or this one fucking team, bro. <laughs> Actually, I'll,
0: I'll say, especially I'll say if that, that
1: person, my bad, especially if that person goes to another team. So imagine like LeBron, LeBron getting you out of here in Miami, and then LeBron go to Cleveland, and then LeBron still getting you out of here in Cleveland. Like, ah, oh, that shit would be. Oh. Somebody.
0: So it it can be frustrating, but in the same essence, though. I think it adds to your legitimacy also. I think that because you've never had the opportunity to make it to a finals consistently. So like, for example, LeBron has made it to nine finals, right? Nine, mm-hmm. Like nine, nine or 10 finals. We talk about his losses way more than we do his wins. And what's crazy is, is his wins are pretty epic. I mean, especially the fact that he won one for Cleveland, but he talk more about his losses than anything. Um, I think that when you think of players who aren't able to make it, you think to yourself like, "Oh, they probably could have won a championship if it wasn't for so and so." Right? Like, think about all these legends that lost to Jordan, and that probably made it to one finals. Reggie Miller doesn't make the finals until the end of his career because he runs into Jordan every time. Right? Penny Hardaway, uh, who else? I mean, Penny Hardaway makes it to a finals, but they don't go back when Jordan gets to a hundred percent health um and capacity for basketball you got Patrick Ewing he's never won a ring you got Charles Barkley he's never run a ring you have I mean just a truckload of players that should have won rings but didn't win rings because they kept running into Jordan you know what I mean and and I think because of that it adds more to their stigma you gotta
1: see me bro (laughs) you
0: know what I mean they lost and most of these guys only had the opportunity to go to one finals right Charles Barkley goes against Jordan in one finals and plays really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Ewing finally makes it to a final when Jordan isn't there, thus proving that the Knicks were championship contending teams, but they ran into Jordan because the next year Jordan is gone. They beat the Bulls in six and then they beat the Pacers, I think in six or seven and then get to the finals to lose to the Houston Rockets in seven. Clyde Drexler doesn't win his ring until he goes to the Houston Rockets for their second championship run, right? John Stockton and Karl Malone, they make it to two finals. They don't get a ring. Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, you know what I mean? Like, there's all these great players that I think because they didn't make it to the finals, you got to ask yourself like them. It probably would have won if it wasn't for the Bulls. You know what I mean? Versus it being like, bro, that man made it to five finals and lost four of them. Get trash. I'd be sick. Not realizing that getting to the finals is really hard. <laughs> it is <laughs> like, not easy. That's like, just really, really hard. <laughs> hard. And this man made it to eight or the eight in a row. That's really hard. That is over 200 games of basketball every year.
2: Some Tom Brady shit right there.
0: You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and and what's funny is even then still, like. Tom Brady's won more than he lost. So we talk about his Super Bowl wins more than his losses. You know what I'm saying? So it's a give and take. It's a give and take. Um, Let me run by you guys at the end of the trade deadline today. Let's run by NBA standings. Let you guys know where everybody's at for now because some things are probably going to change. Um, I love doing the top 10 teams in depth, and then I say the last remaining five because it's the 10 teams that's going to see the playoffs. At least the bottom six are going to see the play-in games. Um, At number 10, you have the Chicago Bulls at 19 and 24. At number nine, you have the Indiana Pacers at 20 and 23. At number eight, falling all the freaking way, all the freaking way for number three, god damn it, is the Boston Celtics. (laughs) At twenty-one and twenty-three, what the hell is going on over there, bro? It's ridiculous, bro. They've been four. They're four and six in their last ten games. I'm mad, bro. I can tell. It's fucking ridiculous, bro. The the Hawks and the Knicks are ahead of us, bro. <laughs> <Woo>!
2: <laughs> the Hornets are ahead of us, bro. They got they got they got, a, they got a big ball, big baller brand over there. Yeah, well, he's hurting out for the rest of the season. Damn.
0: You know about Lonzo Ball? He like messed up his wrist. It's over.
1: Lamelo, you mean.
0: Yeah, Lamelo, young Mello, out of there.
1: Yep, out you know for the it? season.
0: But they'll be fine because they still they still got scary Terry.
2: Um, over with though.
0: Number seven is the Hawks. Like I said, at twenty two and twenty two. Knicks are tied, but they're put at number six at 22 and 22. Heat are at number five. They're also to 22 and 22. Number four, you have the Hornets at 22 and 21. Number three, you have the Nets at 30 and 15. Number two is the Milwaukee Bucks at 29 and 14. And at number one, still holding it down, the Philadelphia 76ers at 31 and 13. Amazingly, the 76ers and the Bucks have gone 9 and 1 in their last 10. To round out the Eastern Conference, you have the Cavaliers at number 12. You have the Wizards at number thirteen, Magic at number fourteen, and the Pistons at number fifteen. Um, the Cavaliers and the Raptors are about three games out from that number ten spot as of right now. You would have the Hawks playing the Bulls and the Celtics playing the Pacers um, to win that
2: play-in tournament. To do the last well, the two. Well, really got the Hornets at number three in the East. Yes. And then got hurt.
0: You know, finally, Jordan picks up somebody good off of the draft board. Good for him. Good for him. He deserves it. Um, in the Western Conference, at number 10, you have the Golden State Warriors clawing back, 22 and 22. The Grizzlies are at number nine at 21 and 20. Spurs are 22 and 19. Mavericks are 23 and 19. Trailblazers are 25 and 18. Nuggets are 26 and 18. The Lake... Um, the Blazers and the Nuggets are six and five, respectfully. Um, number four is the Lakers at twenty-eight and 20, at twenty-eight and sixteen. Number three is the Clippers at twenty-nine and sixteen. Number two is the Phoenix Suns, ladies and gentlemen, at twenty-nine and fourteen, going seven and three in their last ten. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, up by three games, is the Utah
2: Jazz. Hey, Devin the Bean. Utah Jazz. I need y'all to put some respect on Devin Bean, book a name.
0: Is his middle name actually Bean?
2: Nope.
0: Oh, I was about to say. Uh, to round it out, the last five teams is the Pelicans, the Knicks. I mean, sorry, Pelicans, the Kings, the Thunder, and the Rockets. And then you have the Timberwolves at a dismal 10 and 34. Oof. I mean the Rockets ain't too far behind. They're 12 31 with a trash at. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that pretty much runs out the standings
1: for the NBA. That's oh, it's what we just, do about, just about to get real as the season starts to.
0: Oh, you already know you already know the vibes, my boy. You already know the vibes. All right. So, I mean. Unless we're forgetting something about sports, it might be time to transition to underrated bars of fame. Y'all boys, let me know where we at with it.
1: to do a bit all All
0: right. Well, before we do that, if you guys have not seen, this is for listeners and um, YouTube. Uh, listening to what I gotta say here. If you guys have not seen Last Chance, you. Right, I know one. we got. I know we got caught up and fell in love with the football version, but please don't sleep. On East LA Community College, the
2: basketball one, nice. I mean, it's, they're taking the some pussies and shit, but it shit nice. They be on I mean, hold. but
0: they they definitely be on that soft stuff. That's where I'll leave it at. Um, but yeah, indeed, it's definitely good. Uh, the coach is lit. I'm sorry.
2: Oh yeah, he's he dope.
0: The coach is lit. So it's phenomenal. All right, so. Um, underrated bars of fame today, this week, in honor what the hell is of, the, going through? of the Isley brothers, you feel me? Who are they going up against again?
1: Earth, Earth Wind, 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 and
0: Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. That chunk is gonna be lit, boy. Um, in honor of the Isley Brothers going up against Earth, Wind, and Fire in the verses, the next two weeks we're going to be doing Underrated for Bars of Fame by each one. This week we decided to do Footsteps in the Dark by the Isley Brothers. The only reason is because we've already done, um, I mean, even though that wasn't really the Isley Brothers, that was more Ronald Isley than anything, but we're not going to do, as I got closer to the set all I hear and there I am
2: out of you say ain't nothing underrated about that bit at this point. Anna,
0: all right, footsteps in the dark, parts one and two by the Isley brothers. Are we really sure that a love that lasted for so long still endures? Do I really care? Hey, hey, let's talk about the distractions going on elsewhere. I keep hearing footsteps, baby, in the dark, oh, in the dark. Why I keep hearing footsteps, baby, in the dark, oh, in the dark. My mind drifts now and then, looking down dark corridors and wonders what might have been. Something's up ahead. Hey, should I keep this same direction or go back instead? I keep hearing footsteps, baby, in the dark, oh, in the dark. Why? I keep hearing footsteps, baby. In the dark. Oh, in the dark. Who? Honey, let's stop walking around when there's love lost to be found. Oh, and you know I still care. I still care. What's the sense of going elsewhere? Who feels really sure? Can that feeling guarantee your happiness shall endure? Do we really care? Hey, hey, let's look at what's been happening and try to be more aware. I... I keep hearing footsteps, baby. In the dark. Hey, in the dark. Why? I keep hearing footsteps, baby. In the dark. Oh, in the dark. Ooh. Hey, hey, let's stop walking around. Well, when there's love lost, lost to be found. Oh, honey, you know I still care. I still care. What's the sense of going going elsewhere? Oh, honey, let's stop walking around and around and around when there's no love to be found. Hey, baby, you know I still care. I still care. What is the sense of going elsewhere? Footsteps in the Dark, parts one and two, by the Ozzy Brothers. I'm about to have to change
2: your voice. Huh? Hey, baby.
0: Hey, baby. You know, you got to do that little sad. This is why I going to say, little baby, where you going with that? Hey,
1: baby. <laughs> Yeah, hey, baby. Yeah, baby. You
0: know what I'm saying? But um, it's interesting because this song is very open for interpretation. But I definitely think that uh, it appears that the girlfriend wants to keep the relationship, right? But mm-hmm. the guy either knows or found out that the girl is cheating on him. And That's he wants, it huh?
2: That's how I usually be. Yikes. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: uh, yikes. Um, so I think he wants to confront what's going on so they can kind of move on and be happy together again.
1: Interesting.
0: That song was sampled and used. Uh, as a sample for today was a good day. So, yeah, man. Speaking of Buddha, where can they reach us on email, bro? Uh, uh,
1: Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about our Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. what I just say? Instagram? Oh, what about yeah. our, <laughs> what about on <our> Twitter? Balls <laughs> underscore podcast.
0: What about on Facebook?
1: Ball sports podcast.
0: If they want to Google search us, what do they put in the search tab?
1: Probably ball sports podcast. That's yeah.
0: dumb
2: lit, bud. Buddha, what, I mean not Buddha Dilla. What we telling them, boys, man? And it's fucking time to get off the
0: air. Stupid. Well, you, get, you get more and more aggressive as we go along with this. I feel like I like it though. All right, you tell them what they about to do. Um, so. Shit, how many times have we done this? 182 times?
1: 183, I think. We at 183? Stop line. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, we're, we're already are.
0: moving faster than the 170 portion.
1: Let me, let me let me check while you're doing your little your little outro thing.
0: Make sure you check. So for the 182nd, 183rd,
1: or yeah, 183,
0: 183. I was there right. it is. 183rd. Wait, are we not from are we not from 83rd?
2: We're not from 63rd. 63rd okay, so.
0: So eighty-third is so eight and three is fine. It's just sixty-third. All right, bed that up. Just making sure, man. We don't wanna be repping, you know, episodes. We don't wanna rep. We don't want them boys coming after us, you feel me? I had to say that real low key because I don't wanna, you know, alert the masses. You feel me? But for the hundred and eighty third time, you know, we are done. You know, we really appreciate y'all for you know pressing play on your mobile device. Or laptop Or tablet You know Um And giving us this listen man Y'all really could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world But you're listening And I and really appreciate that Just keep giving us these clicks And these listens And we're gonna keep giving you this bomb ass content To ride to and vibe to You know what I'm saying
2: Ride to You feel me Yes
0: sir So With that being said Like Wheezy, Be out of here
1: Yeah Bye hoes Silly
0: knuckle! No. Liz Galiwax